You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Okay, this evening I have something that I believe God wants us to, you know, meditate on, and um, we're going to continue with our theme, Romans two verse seven, and it says, "Eternal life to those who, by patient continuance in doing good, seek for glory, honor, and immortality." Okay, and interestingly. The way this came to me that we should look at it, the Lord just picked a word and said, I heard it, you know, and as I was still praying for how we're going to do today, he kept confirming that's what he wants. And that was simply is continue. Let me hear somebody say continue. Praise the Lord. <laughs> continue. <laughs> it says eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory honor and immortality let's read the amplified version please okay to those who by patient persistence in well-doing springing from piety seek unseen but sure glory and honor and the eternal blessedness of immortality he will give eternal life okay now you know you you read that verse and um you can read it and not get what is being communicated to us there part of the things that uh, our dad taught us during the um the anniversary or rather he clarified he said he asked some people are you born again the person said i'm born again he said how he said in 2002 i gave my life to christ okay i repented of my sins i confessed jesus as lord and savior will you say to the person you didn't get born again then but the issue now is this you got born again in 2002 what are you in 2023 is somebody getting it now somebody says are you my friend is that we became friends in 1999 but since 1999 have you been relating to me as a friend praise the lord very important it says eternal life new king james to those who by patient you know recently i'm realizing that god is merciful in the sense that the scriptures are so clear but the devil is also very wicked that he doesn't relent in his deception so there are so many things that the bible is clear on but men are still being deceived in so he said that what continues so by the help of god we're going to just look at it and see how it makes the difference praise god now hebrews 6 a passage we know very well hebrews 6 let's look at it 9 to 12 Hebrews 6 verse 9 says, But beloved, it says we are confident of better things concerning you. 
He said, yes, things that do what? Accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. Okay? He said, for God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his... Hallelujah. Okay? Now, what does this say? It says, in that you have ministered to the saints... God will not forget that you have ministered to the saints. But where is God going to meet you? He will not meet you in the past. Praise God. When God sent the angel to Zechariah, he didn't go to his house. If Zechariah has ceased to be in the place of his assignment, it will be recorded that he did, but so-so time he stopped. In that, God will not forget your labor. God is a present tense God. I am that I am. Is someone listening to me? He said, eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good. You see, the angel appeared to Zechariah in the temple. At the time, he waited to when it was a stone. He says it happened that he fell on his lot to serve. That was where the angel went to meet him. It means that in the trajectory of your life, from the moment you got born again, there is a place your time will come and God will go there to meet with you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Now, you know, I think some time ago we shared it here that if we didn't have the type of devil that we have, I'll be preaching a different kind of message. But the type of devil we have, no, you don't give him space. Do you understand? No, you don't give space because of the type of devil we have. How many of us remember many years ago, but um, I remember when we were doing uh, interviews for our, uh, um, we had done common entrance, we had done federal examination, so they were now doing the interviews to further eliminate people. They so drilled you for that interview that they were almost telling us that when they say, what is your name? You say, Iken now, okay, okay. They say, if they say, spell it. Don't spell Iken now, spell IT. How many of us heard that story? Or were drilled like that? That's the level of sensitivity that they used to prepare us then. You had to check everything. What's your name? You say, nah. They say, spell it. You start spelling that. Nah. Did they sell, tell you to spell that? Nah. nah. <laughs> that was how they drilled us and prepared us. So that when you got in there, you're sharp. Your sensitivity is high. That's the way the Christian should live. We have an enemy. Praise God. We have an enemy that is relentless. Okay? So, they said for Zechariah, it was when his Lord fell. Because God is not unjust to forget Zechariah's labor of love. In that he has ministered. He said your prayer is heard. He didn't say your prayer was heard. You have prayed and you stop praying. God lives in the noun. He's the I am God. Praise God. Who by patient continuance... Tonight is somebody's deliverance. Tonight is somebody's victory. Because, you see, you're believing God for something. And then after some time, you just shut the door. You say, no, no, don't do that. Ah, hallelujah, Holy Spirit, help us. The Bible says, Isaiah 40, uh, you know, is it 30 or 30? 30, please, 30. It says, the youths 
shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who what? What's that saying? So the youth, they are out of the equation. The young men, they're out of, but those who do what? Wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. It means there is no provision for failing. I used to. Ah! The type of thing I used to. The way I used to. Ah! When this church started. The way I used. When I became born again. The way I did. When I got married. The way I used to marry my... All of that. All of that. All of that. They've put a but. I know but cancels everything before. I love you but means I don't love you. I will give you but means... But those who wait on the Lord, they are the ones that will mount up with wings like eagle. They are the ones that will run and not be weary. You know, this principle, (laughs) Mm, Lord help us. Lord help us. You see, come with me to Acts 11. The Lord showed me two places where they were teaching the new believers where there were new believers. Acts 11 verse 21 to 23. Just put it together. So we're reading. Okay? It says, And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. Okay? The news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. Let's read 23. What does it say? When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad. And what did he do? And encouraged them all, okay? That what? With purpose of heart, they should do what? Continue with the Lord. They had believed. All of that had happened. But it was necessary they knew that they needed to continue. That they needed to continue. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance... It's a simple thing, but it makes the difference. You know, I think some time ago, I was telling somebody about an advice I'll give to anybody who is in any organization anywhere, provided they're not cutting off your head, all of that. Unless by express permission, don't leave where you're working because of some temporary issues. You see, hallelujah. Many times, the path that is leading us to glory because our enemy sees our glory more than us he's able to discourage us before we get there and we jump out because somebody insulted you because they didn't promote you not knowing that those promotions that they denied you or they stole from you god is accumulating it if you hold on if you continue in well-doing you know now let me just you know feel free so have you realized that people who are doing bad don't get discouraged it's doing good that they try to discourage you how many people say every time every time i'm insulting my my husband or my wife i'm discouraged (laughs) where do you see discouragement i'm always just i'm always loving this man i'm tired you know why? This one has reward. The other one, there's a way that's made right. But then it's destroyed. You see, we have an enemy. 
So the Christian, what Romans 2, 7 is saying to the Christian is that in doing good, never consider turning back. Ah, before, anybody that comes to me and tells one story, I'll just help them. But now, I'm not helping anybody. You know what has happened? The enemy has looked at your, if I can use the word star, and seen that God is going to make you a Joseph. So he would send discouragement. So before you know it, you shut out your bowels of mercy. You will not continue. He said before I used to, by patient continuance. I'm trying to get the scriptures, so I'll read it for us. Um, Ezekiel 33. Because the same principle. He said the day that the righteous sins, what is going to happen? Would they carry forward his righteousness and bring it to that day? You know, that scripture, whenever I read it, this word, no balance. Of. In one day, somebody that has been doing evil, in the day that he does right, he enters into mercy. Someone that has been doing right, in the day he does evil, that's it. Please find that scripture. Let's read. Do you understand? So you see things like this. You understand why continuing. Whereas, you know what happens to us many times? In our mind, we think that what we did yesterday will count today if we don't do it today. That's why he said to me, tell them, continue. Ezekiel 33, yes, thank you. He says, if I send you to, if he shall not fall because of it. Anyway, you can put it together or, or if you can't put it together, it's okay. It's not my main point. The principle is that you don't carry forward things in this kingdom. And somebody might think, but it's not fair. Oh, so you want to do bad and end good. The reason is that God's mercy is that the one who is doing bad didn't know better. But the day he knows better, there is mercy for him. But you, you knew better, you have been doing good. What did you discover that is making you do bad? You know, we can try to argue goodness before God. Why should somebody who is just doing bad, doing bad, repent and you forgive him? And then me, what is you? You have been doing good. So from your good, why did you turn to do bad? Let me say continue. (laughs) It's a patient continuance in doing good. It's in an area. We read Acts 11. Let's read Acts 14 before we leave Acts. Acts 14, 21 and 22. You see another place there. And when they preached the gospel to that city and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. It says, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to do what? To continue in the faith and saying, we must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. That's why you come to church. That's why they said, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together, as is the manner of storm. As you see the day approaching, you need to come so we continue to exalt one another. Praise God. We have in a generation now many former fervent believers. Many sincere former, you know, Jinjim Christians. They don't know the risk that they are facing. Because we have an enemy and the enemy understands what is going on. Do you know the devil knows God? The devil knows God. That's why you can't help but seek to know God yourself. 
And he knows that this is the way God operates. Like we saw in Ezekiel 33. Praise God. Let me show you another place. You know, the beautiful thing about the, the word of God is that when it, it has a principle, it scatters it everywhere. So you can't even, even if you want, you can't miss it. How many of us know the relationship Elijah and Elisha in 2 Kings 2? In 2 Kings 2 from verse 1, you know, it had been revealed that God was going to take Elijah and Elisha, you know, by some help of the Holy Spirit knew, this is my moment, this is my moment, this is my moment. And Elijah will say, okay, I'm going over here, wait here. The man said, I've served you for maybe 10 years, 15 years. Is it now that I'm going to say, let me take vacation? You know, we had lived with some persons that, some, you know, helps in the house that, at the time we're just thinking, how are we just going to bless this person? The person will just wake up one morning and say, I'm going, I'm going. We say, wait, say, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Enemies. How many have had that experience? You know, you know the plans you're making for enemies. And this person, you're wondering, wait now. They'll say, no, it's enemy. You'll be refusing bribe. You'll be, you know, enduring. Then they just go and say, I'm tired. This is doing good. No way. No way. I'm not doing it again. It's enemy. So they were doing this thing, you know. And Elijah said, in fact, Elijah himself is a tough man. He said to him, go now. He won't go. He continued. The one I want to pick is in verse 10. Or rather 9. Where Elijah said to him, okay, okay. What do you want me to do for you before I'm taken away from you? What does he say? Elisha said, please what? Let, let me hear you now. Let it what? Now, I want you to see something here. When Elisha said, or rather when Elijah requested, what do you want me to do? And Elisha responded, I want a double portion. Okay? Now, Elijah said, you have asked what? A hard thing. What did he say? He said, nevertheless, so you knew that I needed to see you before I get anything. Why have you been telling me to wait? Tell somebody, open your eyes. Do you understand? So Elijah knew that if Elisha didn't see him going, he will not get anything. You know why? Because if you're not faithful to the end, you're not faithful. I was surprised. I said, Elijah... You've been telling this man, don't worry, the Lord has called me. If you knew it was so, you should have been telling him, this is the moment to follow me. This is the time to follow me. But you were discouraging him. Then when he now said, this is what I want, he said, this is the condition. You knew that was the condition. If you see me, if you're faithful to the end, you receive grace to be faithful. <laughs> receive grace to be faithful. Even unto the end, in the name of Jesus. Okay, let's see our Lord Jesus. Let's see what he also did. Matthew 15. An interesting account. You know, sometimes Jesus, you know, his miracles, they don't tell us why he did it. He's God. He walks in the way he wants. But in Matthew 15, verse 12, they give us an insight as to the background, not 12, sorry, 32, as to the background to the feeding of the multitude. 15:32. It says, now Jesus called his disciples to himself. And said, what did he say? He said, I have several times he has compassion because he's compassionate. 
But this is what is happening. He says, I have compassion on the multitude. And there was a because. Do you understand? Compassion doesn't normally go with because. You just have compassion. But here they told us something. That there is a super effect. Because they have what? Continued with me three days. He was counting the days they were following him. Child of God, don't let the devil discourage you that what you're doing, he's not aware. Praise the Lord. In your record in heaven, your father is saying, she has continued with me. He has continued with me. And the general compassion he has for his creation, there's a superior one he has for those that have continued. They have continued. Whereas, on the other side, you know what the devil will be telling those people? Which kind of thing be that? You just they follow, follow, follow. Eh? Just they follow. They don't even ask you how you they do. You know why? He's our adversary. Praise God. He will do what he will do. But we are resisting him in the name of Jesus. But one of the words the Lord also gave me, Claire, after continuing, he said, tell them to outlast it. What did I say? Outlast it. Outlast that discouragement in the name of Jesus. Okay, let me take you from this angle now. And I want to ask a, a series of questions. Or not series of questions, maybe just a question or two. Now, I, I want to ask you now, listen to me please, and the Holy Spirit will help you with an answer. He said, what do you think is one of the major differences between us and God, apart from his holiness, that taught us, you know, God, there are some two natures of God, holiness and love, okay? And I even want to add power. So, but what is the thing, you know, different between man and God, apart from holiness, apart from his love, apart from, you know, his power, his Almighty, omnipotent, we're not omnipotent. His, you know, love, unconditional love. He's absolutely holy. What other thing is a major point of, you know, difference between us and God? Can you think of something? Sorry? He sees the end from the beginning. Thank you. Yes. Eh? God is consistent. Any other person think? He is faithful. He doesn't fail. Okay, very true. He's long-suffering, yes, okay. Eh? He doesn't change. Okay, very good. We, we've all done well. Praise God. Now, this is the answer God gave me, amongst other things, okay, concerning this continuing with him. He said, first of all, God cannot lie. Do you understand? If I tell you I will come to your house tonight, eh, and I'm not able to come, or I don't come, you know I've told a lie. Hmm? If God tells you, I will do something tonight, and you check by 12 midnight, it hasn't been done. God hasn't lied to What it means is that tonight is not over. Do you understand? I'm going somewhere. Because I want us as a church, the devil will never be able to discourage you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Hebrews 6, 18, Please, just let, let's rush through that. It says that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong what? Consolation 
It is impossible for God to lie, sir. It is impossible for God to lie, man. It's impossible for God to lie. So if God made a promise to me, it is settled. He cannot lie. Numbers 23, 19. He says he's not the son of man. That he should lie. He can't lie. God is not a man. He can't lie. So what he said, he means it. Praise God. But that's not the where, where I'm going to. I just said to raise this one. The other one is perspective. You know, this one is interesting a bit. In 1 Samuel 16 verse 7, God said when he sent Samuel to anoint uh, one of the sons of Jesse. And Samuel got there and saw David's brothers and said, Surely the anointed of the Lord is before me. And God told him, Hold on, hold on, hold on. He gave him one difference here. This will help us. Let's read it. What does it say? But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature. He said, because I've what? Refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. So one of the major differences between you and I and God is what? God does not see like we see. (laughs) You know, I checked the word perspective. Okay. And what the dictionary gave me was very interesting and, you know, eye-opening. Any of us here did a bit of, um, Pastor Law, you understand this, an engineer, he did a bit of architectural drawing. Perspective, they said, is trying to reduce a three-dimensional object into a two-dimensional plane. So, a building has several dimensions. But to put that building on paper, you have to tell the person, this is the perspective with which you're seeing this building. So if they draw a skyscraper, if the skyscraper is built, not even draw, is built somewhere, and they send you the picture, they can send you the picture of that skyscraper. When you look at it, what you see will be flat. Because they're showing you the aerial perspective. Now, God's perspective on your life is different from yours. So anywhere you are, Always find out, God, which perspective am I seeing? Do you know that at the point where David was closest to his breakthrough or his deliverance from Saul was when David said, in fact, I'm going to die in the hand of Saul very soon. He was looking at a perspective that Saul was going to soon kill him. God was looking at a perspective that I'll soon kill Saul. He does not see as man sees. Hallelujah. But that's not the one that is relevant for our world continue. Is that man, our view of time is historical, experiential. So you know yesterday. And if I tell you tomorrow, you factor 24 hours. Isn't it? God's view of time is so complicated that one statement couldn't capture it. He said, for with the Lord... A day is what? Like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day. You know why? Because God inhabits eternity and is dealing with you in a time frame. So when God says to you, I'm coming quickly. (laughs) Hallelujah, somebody. He said to me, that is why you have to continue. Because my reading of time is different from yours. That's why continue is so important. That's why you can't allow yourself to faint. 
That's why you must continually go to him and receive fresh grace. That's why also on his part, he says day by day, new mercies I give you. Why should he give you new mercy? Why should God give me new mercy? Because he knows that where he dwells, if he doesn't give me new mercy, I will not be able to enter into what he's doing. God's reading of time. And you know, little experiences on this side of eternity will help us understand that. And I'll try and see if I can express it. You see, a man is born into abject poverty. And he suffers through life. At the age of 47 or even 60, he makes a break and becomes so wealthy. And maybe he lives for the rest, maybe 20 years, 30 years, and lives till 90. When they ask the man, or when you are to describe the man's life, are you going to say this man who suffered for 60 years or 50-something years and then was blessed and enjoyed, unquote, you know, for the rest of How was his life? Will you call him, his life, a suffering life or a blessed life? A blessed life. But he suffered more, yes, than he enjoyed. Why will he be blessed? Isn't it mathematics? If he suffered for 50-something years and enjoyed for 20-something years, 50 is greater. But now, because of your experience, you know that what is last is what's last. So now you're dealing with a God who has something for you in eternity. And you pass through this journey for 100 years. And you're saying, God failed me. Whereas he's waiting on the other side of eternity to introduce you to angels. To take you and tell angels, have you seen my son? At the time of your transition, angels are born like that, they say. They say, welcome him. Welcome my joy. Welcome my delight. Welcome the one in whom I'm do you know that our Lord Jesus told us a parable that we think is a joke? He said, you have been faithful in little. He said, now enter into the... He said, they give you how many cities? From talent to cities. Hallelujah. I was reading the Bible sometime and the Lord said to me, you know that scripture that says, how does it say? It says, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world? And loses it. So what does it profit a man? Listen now. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses it? So the Spirit of God said, when we quote that scripture, we don't understand what it's saying. It said, when one man owns the whole world, oh. <laughs> you see, um, what's his name? Elon Musk is the richest man now. Eh? He doesn't own the whole world. His world doesn't even own the whole California. Do you understand? He doesn't. It says, if a man, so nobody, they haven't even gained the whole world. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God is saying, please tell them about my view of time so they can continue. That's why that's good. Patient continuing in doing good. Brother is not late. Behold, he comes. Sister, it's not late. Behold, it comes. Because the moment the change comes, nothing in the past spoils it. In fact, every experience of the past sweetens day. That's why you will find it difficult to see all these billionaires saying that they've been enjoying. They will find one story to say, I sold that car. I trekked to school. Because what makes 
that enjoyment season sweet is the trials and travails of the past. God inhabits eternity. He's dealing with you in time. And he cannot lie. Praise God. Has he said it? Will he not do it? So why will you faint? What are you turning back to? Why will you go into the world? You know, there are young Christians now. You know, young ladies. And I read some, it's just that for some reason I thank God for that. God has restrained me from responding to people on social media. If I know them, I call on the phone if I'm able to. You know, one man actually wrote, and supposed to be an elderly man, and said to ladies, if you're getting old and you're not married, just go and find someone and get pregnant for and have a child. I mean, what cancer? You know? But you don't blame them. You know why? They live in yesterday. You're going somewhere. Praise God. You're going somewhere. You have a father who has a plan for you, who has a future for you. You know, who's looking at you? Who inscribed you upon the palms of his hands? And he knows the path that he has ordained for you. He knows what will lift your head up. Do you understand? God is not on another side. God is involved in you. Do you understand? The praise, the glory of God, we are intertwined with his glory. That's why the Bible says he will give grace and glory. He gives you grace for the journey and at the end, glory. That's why dad was teaching us, Father, glorify me with the glory. Glory for you, God is wanting that glory, but also for himself. Because when the child of God is glorified, God is glorified in the child of God. It's not a long race. And when you're in your season of trial, God is also glorified in a dimension because he says, that one is waiting for me. He's not joining them. She's not joining them. God was in heaven boasting about Job. People on earth were here saying shame on Job. That's perspective. Some of us that people are saying shame on, heaven is clapping over you. And many people that the earth are clapping over, heaven is weeping over them. Sharp guy, sharp girl. You catch the person, knock him, get a twin for the person. They say, ah, she's sharp. Heaven is saying, oh, my heart is broken. Perspective. So God says, time to you is not time to me. What merges it is continue. As you continue. You know, when you have time, I want you to think carefully. Everybody that they recorded in the scriptures that God did awesome things with, ah, they continued. They continued. So they who will you talk about? Is it Noah that built an ark? 120 years, continuing. The rain didn't follow. Is it Abraham? Is it David? Is it Joseph? Is it Daniel? Who is it that you want to think about? Everyone. Everyone that God dealt with. They had to wait. You know why? God inhabits eternity. Fruit of the Spirit. They had to double. Patience and long-suffering. You want to walk with God. In fact, one indicator, you know I've said that one of the major indicators of spiritual work is love. Another one that is almost you know, impossible to miss is humility. Another one you hear from me tonight is patience. Long-suffering. You, you can't be spiritual if you cannot be patient or if you can't suffer for long. If your fuse is short, ah, the devil will take your inheritance. 
if you can't wait, if you can't continue endurance, ah, the devil knows what is ahead. Okay? Praise the Lord, somebody. Are we getting something? Okay, let me ask this other question and then I'll try and round up. What is it now, the same question now, between God and the devil? What is it aside? There are so many things, but God is creator, devil is creation, God is light, devil is darkness, God is omnipotent, devil is not omnipotent. But what other thing is there that makes a lot of difference between God and our adversary, Satan? Anyone? There are quite a lot of them, but one or two. Some we've referred to already here. Sorry? God can't thank you very much. Thank you. The devil, John 8, 44, he lies from his resources. You know, the spider, when the spider produces his web, it doesn't need outside resources. From inside of itself, it produces those webs. So that's what the Bible is talking about, the devil. From inside of him. So we lecture, I wish I can have actually find that message. It will bless me and bless anybody. Where we talked about how much easier it is for somebody who is a complete liar to deceive you than somebody who wants to present some truths. That's why if you notice amongst your friends, people you know, when people are sold out to lies, when somebody can come and tell you that his father died, his mother died, then you hear and meet another person say his father died last year. Another person say his mother died. You know, when people have gotten to that dimension of lying, young ladies, they can lie to you that, ah, that he's ready to marry now. Meanwhile, in Obumosho, he has wife and children. In another place, you will believe them more than somebody that is just trying to tell small lies. Because, you see, they spin out the lie. Every condition, every question you bring, they spin out a lie immediately. Because they are very close to the devil. He's the father of lies. Because if the devil were not the kind of lie he is, he wouldn't be able to deceive anybody. He has nothing good. Do you understand? The devil has nothing good to offer. The only good thing he offers is lie. That is, he has to be a lie. Look at what he told Adam and Eve. The day you eat of it, you'll be like God. What kind of lie will tell that lie? You're looking at people made in the image of God. I'm selling a product, and I meet uh, Pastor Livingstone. I say, Pastor Livingstone, this thing I'm selling, eh, if you use it, it will make your dress white. You see, you're laughing now. Because he lies. Oh, <laughs> okay, so very good one. What's the other one? Let me tell you the other one because of time. The devil has a short time. God has eternity. The devil has what? A short time. God has eternity. That's what he uses to deal with us. So within that short time, he can flash things. What does the Bible say about Moses? It says, forsaking the passing pleasures of Egypt. He refused the passing pleasures of sin. Forsaking the treasures of Egypt. What? Imagine if Moses chose the treasures of Egypt and the pleasures of sin. How many years? Let's give him 120 years. And then, will you know his name today? The highest that there will be sure of Moses is if archaeologists somewhere in Egypt find something. They say, this one, they wrote to adopted Pharaoh. Do you understand? That, that's how he would have, you know, just been deleted from relevance and time. That's what you need to know, child of God. That God, your father, has eternity to bless you. 
that deceiver, that liar, has such a short time to wow you. If you're not wise, you will think that one has something to offer. He has nothing. You know, how many of us have lived life a bit? You know how somebody is living on the fast lane, and it's as though he or she is mad. Then you look at it, you carry belly, you carry children. Where is all that your big girl? You're now saddling. In the market, you bring out breast to breastfeed. So all that your this thing has ended. Eh? The men you're following won't answer you again because you're now mama. Do you understand? Why would the devil keep deceiving us? What does he have? Just flashes it for a short time and then destruction follows. Sadness, sorrow, regrets, mourning. Meanwhile, the one that waits on God, he says the part of the just is what? It's brighter and brighter. Do you know that for every temptation you're able to resist, do you know your glory level increases? Let's rise on our feet. You will continue. <laughs> I say you will continue. Do you know that every time that you're tempted to lose your temper and you don't lose your temper, do you know that your resilience attracts an anointing? Because what it means is that you send a signal to the spiritual dimension that this one can be relied. We can give him things to keep for us. How many of us have had people that you gave money to keep or you lent money and they gave it back to you when they said, do you know what happens after some time? You have money. They don't need money. Say, do you want to borrow money? They become bank. Because over time, they've shown themselves reliable. By patient continuance. Tonight, I don't want you to think too much. What is that good thing you started doing? Continue. Are you listening to me? Continue. That's what that, our text is saying. By patient continuance in doing good. Have you been keep humble? Conti- don't say this is not working. It's working. It's working. If they will open your eyes to the record of heaven, you will see it is working. Mordecai was serving in that kingdom, being faithful, doing the proper thing. And after he did a major wonderful act, what was coming his way was as if it was terrible. But God was working. Because he knows the best time to respond. He is God Almighty. Listen, child of God. The only time the Christian fails is when he backslides. When he ceases to do good. As long as you're pressing on, as long as you're pushing forward in doing good. <laughs> in doing good. Now, listen, will it always be easy? No, it won't always be easy. But grace, but grace, but grace. Are you listening to me? But grace abounds. Grace abounds. Tonight we receive grace, even corporately as a church, to persist in doing good, in doing what we are to do. You know, we are human beings. Sometimes you sit down and you look at what is before you and you say, this thing we are doing is not working. Let's become pragmatic. Let's become this. Let's become that. The devil has called. But if you say no, I know whom I have believed. <laughs> and I'm fully persuaded that he's able to perform that which I've committed into his hands until that day. That's it. We're looking to see him. We're pushing on to see him. 
we have a lover we have a friend we have our husband he's coming our groom is coming and he's coming for a glorious church without spot nor wrinkle so you might not seem to be getting results but tonight god is saying to you remember my timing is different my perspective is different i cannot lie remember the devil is a liar whatever the devil is telling her is a lie there is no joy there is no peace there is no fulfillment there is nothing in it there is nothing that nothing good in the option that you're considering that the devil is flying before you nothing good but on the side of god joy unspeakable joy unspeakable fulfillment satisfaction the sense of knowing that you have pleased your father you know what it means to get back home every night and lie in your bed and lay your head down and know that you have honored your father today in the way you behaved in the way you responded in the way you spoke by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory honor and immortality father we thank you lord we receive grace we do not say it's easy we receive grace people of god i want to pray for you listen jesus said they have followed lord behold your sons and daughters you see in different areas where they have been waiting on you three days three years 30 years 30 days lord let your mercy let your grace let your kindness oh lord visit your children the young men are failing they are utterly falling but these ones are waiting their heads are lifted to you ah kadaboshe kadadadada lekeribasoto lagadada Monday, like it did, do logo do do saka take a lag it did, le katushe kapakala. Lord, behold your children in a way that only God, the omnipotent, can look at them waiting on you, trusting in you, holding on to you. Ah, legere bosakala karaboshata. Let glory, let glory, let your glory. Let your glory, 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 let this mouth sing, let this mouth sing, let them sing, let them sing, let them testify, let these heads be lifted, oh Lord. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158804. You can find us online at www www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.